Ah, the sun is shining, birds are tweeting, so are assholes. It's a beautiful summer day on Nantucket. A little windy, but I asked our host not to reference it. Opie and Carl have just finished their breakfast, and now let's check in with the boys on what will be the last installment from our 2018 Nantucket series, in no particular order. The Westwood One Podcast Network presents Opie Radio. Good morning. What's up, Carl Ruiz? How are you, buddy? Oh, I'm beat up, man. We're all really fucking tired. Uh, we're on Main Street in Nantucket. We're up here for the Nantucket Comedy Festival. And we just had a, an awesome breakfast. That was... I had, you. I can't imagine you managed to annoy me at breakfast. Okay. What did I do How this time? Possible. With your little fingers? Like you had this little... And you keep putting, trying to put the capers on the bagel? And you were doing it wrong, and you keep, and you're doing it wronger and wronger and wrong. Like I think you want to say over and over yeah, again. Exactly. No, you, you ordered stop? you ordered uh, an everything bagel with cream cheese. We had cucumbers and tomatoes on the side, some onions and capers. So I was trying to build my breakfast sandwich, and uh, I put the cream cheese on right, right, and, and then of course then you have to put the cucumbers on right, and then you have to put the tomatoes on a little onion. And then I was dropping capers from about three inches above but, but the bagel. rolling all over the, <laughs> the table onto my area. There was capers everywhere. So you're, supposed to, you're supposed to put the capers... Oh, that place is jumping. Were they giving out estrogen in there? That's the smoothie shop, oh, bro. Jesus. That's why. Oh, God. A thousand opies in there. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't green enough. Um, so, you know... I was just trying to place my capers on the damn thing, and, and they're just the rolling. They're rolling off, bouncing off, <laughs> falling on the floor. This is really funny. What's, this is really funny. What is this? There's no farm on this island. They set it up. White people love to buy things in wood boxes. They'll buy anything in a wood box. So most likely, uh, all that shit's from a supermarket, and they yeah. just put it in, in fancy farm exactly. uh, boxes, and then everyone goes nuts and buys it, right? So that's the farm truck. It's spotless. <laughs> you know, like there's no dirt on it. Like, if you're coming from a farm, things are going to be really muddy and dirty. Yeah. Nothing. No, that looked like out of a movie it's a set. Sonali. <laughs> <laughs> Last night was fun, man. Oh, my God. I got to see Stephen Wright perform. Yeah. He I haven't awesome. seen Stephen Wright perform in a long, long time. And before he performed, we were like above looking down uh, to the stage door. Right. And he's in an alleyway just pacing back and forth, which I found amazing because here's a comic who he's been at it since the 80s. And he still, I guess, has a routine and gets nervous before shows. And, and how he deals with it is to just pace back and forth. Yeah, he was nervous before the show. I was kind of filming him from above just going, yo, Steven, over and over again. Pretty much ruining the guy's preparation. <laughs> like a black cloud. Everywhere you go, something's wrong. Something gets messed up. <laughs> the guy's been doing this for 20 years. Here comes Opie. Ruins it. <laughs> well, he's in an alley. There's no one else around. And he, he's starting to hear this voice just go, Yo, Steven! And, and now he's thinking he's hearing voices. He starts looking around. He's so confused. And then I finally go, Up here, Steven! And he looks up at me. And then I'd tell him who I am and that he did my show once. And then he kind of just walked back into the theater. Unbelievable. But that was fun. And then we we had a, an awesome uh, awesome dinner, thanks to Carl Wes. 
who finds the down and dirty places wherever we go, but the best food. That's what I like about you, Carl. You would have never gone to that restaurant. No, no. no well, now I would because you, you've taught me a lot, you know. It was time to eat, and I'm, I'm assuming we're going to go to some kind of... Oh, this wind is going to drive Joey nuts. Hopefully we could use this. What? Where's the wind? There's no wind. You don't notice the wind until you play this shit back and then go, oh, that's great. That's a lot of wind. So let's get away from the water. Yeah, let's... uh, All right. Oh, this wind here. There's wind everywhere. Jesus Christ, I hate this. I hate this so much. Now we're in a tiny alleyway just trying to find a place we could podcast with no wind. Of course there's wind. We're on an island. Oh, and now we got this. Now we got got a turbine. Look, that thing started up. Someone doesn't want us to podcast. We walk. I just. We just walked by those things, and the the turbines just start spinning. How about this idea? Don't walk by those things. Please try another way, Obi. All right, we could try this way. There's no wind here. I think you were explaining the cobblestones when we were walking around just drunk last night. So drunk, so fast yesterday. Yeah, you did. Man, I called it quits early. Yeah, you bailed on us. I was dancing. Like a cute Jamaican girl. You were dancing up a storm. I was dancing up a storm. And then everyone's like, where did Carl go? You tapped out. I was out. You did like an Irish exit. I had to. You just snuck out. I I know when I go over my limit, I'm like, there's two things that are going to happen here. I'm going to get punched in the face, and I'm going to punch somebody in the face. Right. I've been getting angry drunk lately. Why? I don't know. Well, I do I was, know. <laughs> no, I was being sarcastic there, of course. You've had a tough little run there, Carl. <laughs> tough run for the kid, oh. For the kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. We're going to cross the street now. This is where Joey pops in and goes, Yo, oh, the wind. The wind. <laughs> Too late, genius. I don't feel the wind. You probably couldn't feel your face. I know. Um... Yeah, so where did we eat last night? It was just a down and dirty place, and then you always like sitting at the bar, which is kind of cool too, because it's a little more social. You know, you get to talk to the bartender Plus a little bit. That's now you just stru- what? Remember all the shots that we did there? That's what got me. Well, I, we were doing okay, and then not okay. Well, that's when I that, that's when the not okay started. Now I remember. I was doing okay. I was pacing myself, but then that bartender was really enjoying that we were hanging out because. Strahd's being loud and obnoxious and making fun of all the really, really rich white guys coming in with their sweaters tied around their neck. My God, everyone had sweaters tied. It's unbelievable. It actually really happens. I don't understand that because it's really obnoxious. Oh, look at this, Jeff. Unbelievable. But you ordered all sorts of clams last night. They were so fresh, so nice. They were nice. We ate clams for an hour. I know. Every clam dish you could think of. Clams. Casino. Raw clams. Is that the whitest thing you've ever seen? How could you tell which is whiter? Oh, wind. All right. <laughs> Do you know that I figured out that you don't have to pay for the whale museum? You can just go through the gift shop and go through it in reverse. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh, we were in this store last night. Yes. Remember you insisted that I, I get a terry cloth Nantucket sweatshirt that I'll never wear again after I leave here? Wasn't it awesome, though? It felt nice. I'm telling you. Really nice. Everybody in there buys that sweater. It's the best. I don't know why everyone doesn't have that sweater. But me, you, and Sherrod were all uh, wearing those things. Sherrod. We looked like a... Sherrod looked like a tick in a cotton ball. (laughs) (laughs) We looked looked like a very, 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 very old uh, boy band. Oh, my God. We're the Mortimers. (laughs) 
Unbelievable. And then you try to tell me to like just be cool before we went in there last night. But you don't. But you don't be cool every time I tell you. They're at the, they're eating, so we're gonna go. Oh, okay. Thanks. Not you. Oh. All right. Well, I mean, she's announcing it to the world. I thought I would should react to that. What are you doing? What? No one's talking to you. Well, why does she have to be so loud? She's outside with us and the earth. You might not want to walk by her right now. I'm going to tell her why do you have to be so loud? Do you no, mind? Why can't you let me have my fun? I'm the one that's going to have to fight. You're loud. Stop. <laughs> She's looking. What are you doing? <laughs> Look at her. I'm turn around. <laughs> Look at her. Around. I, refuse. I refuse to turn around. Her husband just sized us up and then decided he better walk. I'm serious. They're around the corner. Look. I'm we're not good. turning around. We're, we're good. Look. We're good. See the guy. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Is that uncomfortable? Yeah, it's, it's a, I'm uncomfortable. Come on. Let's keep walking. Well, uh, we're not that way. Well, there's wind that way. We got to, like, find a place. Wow. Hey, we're just going to stand here. Like, uh, uh, all right. You're not the only one walking around today, ma'am. <laughs> you, I'm leaving, dude. <laughs> You can't just be fighting people that they're living their lives. They're just a little too loud. <laughs> a little too loud. Let's go this way. Look, there's stuff. To, I think there's a bakery. Yeah, but I see like uh, the wind in the in the trees. So now you're seeing the wind? Yeah, you could see the wind. Well, you can't technically see the wind, but you could see that there is wind because the leaves are moving. Right, ma'am? You understand. All right, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. That wasn't bad. That was just me being social. Don't make me put my hands on you. I do got to say, if you ever get to Nantucket, I've never seen so many gorgeous Jeeps. Here we go. Carl's actually taking a picture of this Ford. It's beautiful. What year do you think this is? 67 to 72. Beautiful. Gorgeous ride, sir. All right. I've never seen so many old Jeeps in my life. I guess they're all pristine. Gorgeous. Like, they're all in incredible shape. There's every Jeep ever made. Oh, look, there's a breastfeeding girl for you. Oh, thank God. That's what I need <laughs> that I'm hungover. <laughs> it's your right, ma'am. It's your right to what? breastfeed in public. What are you doing, dude? I'm just supporting I'm really, her. I'm five minutes from running away from you <laughs> as fast as I I'm can. I'm just supporting her, look man. Look at that fucking vintage Land Rover. They can't see this. It's radio. Oh. Well, it's not even radio. <laughs> You're only doing a podcast. How old's that Land Rover? That's from the fifties. Is it? Is it really? Yeah, let's go take a picture. These Jeeps are pristine. If you go to Sabor Chef on Instagram, he's been taking pictures of all these vintage uh, Jeeps here on Nantucket. There's a lot of wind. Wow, that's really, really nice. That is badass. Sabor Chef on Instagram if you want to see some of these Jeep pictures. You got it? Beautiful. Wow, that's gorgeous, isn't it? That's amazing. I don't understand why you're you're leading me away from all the action. I'm going to tell you why. Now we're on a side street. Right. This is boring to me. Uh, well, let me tell you what's not boring to me. It's exciting to me not to get into a fight with you telling people to be quiet. Right. Breastfeeding is your right. And she's just <laughs> sitting there she's not with a child. Well, Everyone's looking at you. Well, it's a big deal. Some people get really pissed off by that. I just wanted to support the mom in that situation. Well, no, no, but you're supporting Maybe your own sick fetish. It has nothing no. to do with the law. Maybe she was trying to be incognito, but I also felt like I had a support. You don't understand things. <laughs> I don't. I really don't. I don't understand anything you do. 
<laughs> Everything you do, I, I'm always in a state of confusion when I sit. I literally, I shake my head for hours. Like, what the hell just happened? Ah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, dinner was awesome. Really awesome. I love stuff like this. What is it? Just like the old doorways and stuff here. Look how small everything. That's an old door. Yeah. Motherhood of thieves. What do you think this is? It's a bar. Burgers. It looks almost like an old school like speakeasy or something. This place does well. This is a good color, good design. Yeah? Uh, yeah. They got oh. it all figured out. And you can tell there's alcoholics here. Whenever you see three smoking pits. Right. That means they're uh, getting things done. Florida State rules, brother. All right, man. Come on, hope everybody. You gotta socialize. But you're not socializing. I think people are scared of you, man. There's nothing wrong with socializing, right? We're just socializing, just being nice. Okay, all right. Sorry. We got the mason. Okay. Okay then. All right. All right. Maybe, uh, maybe not everybody. <laughs> maybe not everybody. <laughs> she just gave me a look. Holy shit, that was a death look. Yeah, she wasn't happy with that. No, so we went and got the Terry Cloth um, Nantucket hoodies, and you begged me not to say anything outside that store last night. How awesome is this bar? And I think I was well-behaved. You were well-behaved? Yeah, in the store where we got the Terry no, Cloth. No, you did was fucking scream it. Oh, my God, look at all the sweaters. <laughs> everybody. There were a lot of people in that store. There was everybody. The whole Nantucket was in that store. We were all buying sweaters at the same time. Uh, where are you leading to me, Carl? Taking you away from people. I know. What the fuck? It's a nice little walk. Is it this nice? Go, you, there's the sidewalks not big for both of us. You go on the street. There you go, buddy. Ooh. Wait, wait. They love podcast noises. Beautiful. I hate this podcast. That's beautiful. What kind of bird? There he is. Fucking hey, Birdie. <laughs> hey, Birdie. Red Sparrow. <laughs> oh my God. Red Sparrow. <laughs> I don't have the energy for today. Red Sparrow. You know, I saw eagles recently. An eagle? Lots of them. Where? We were in uh, Philly um, hanging with the, you know, the in-laws, and they took us to this really cool zoo. Not the Philadelphia Zoo, another zoo in the suburbs. And they had a, um, a wind... Ma'am, a lot of wind as I'm trying to talk about oh, eagles. God, I want you to get my car. <laughs> oh, this dog. I'm allergic. Jesus. I'm allergic to dogs. All right. Let's move on. <laughs> Come here. I found a spot where there's no wind. What the fuck? I'm not going to get in the creepy corner with the bushes. We look like two creeps. Well, let me tell my eagle story. Right, so, go ahead. No, for real. It was kind of cool. Yeah. No. It was, <laughs> so they, in this zoo, they have like a uh, eagles, right? No, an eagle uh, sanctuary. So it's all eagles that can't fly anymore. They had about a dozen or so, maybe closer to twenty. Can I stop you one second? Yeah. What do you know about eagles? All I know is, since you started the story, you're playing with your pud. You don't stop. Get your oh. hand off your pud. I didn't mean to do that in front of you, ma'am. Just <laughs> 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 one by. <laughs> your pud playing. I didn't even notice I was. I'm sorry. Okay, tell me the story about the Eagles. Sweet. Philadelphia. Awesome. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they can't fly and they take care of them there, right? And they're, they're happy. They just hop around. But you got to think like an eagle wants to soar. <laughs> <laughs> I want the story to be over. No, you don't. Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> I think they want to soar. 
And there they are just hopping around. So I, I actually asked a lady. She was feeding them at the time. I'm like, are the Eagles happy? She goes, absolutely, whatever. Two quick things I learned about the Eagles. How does she like, know they're happy? She's with them. She know, she knows, so she's happy. She knows their names and everything. I don't she know. gets to go home. They're in prison. <laughs> yeah, I, guess, I guess by their behavior or something, she knows they're happy. I don't know. That's a very good question because I think they just want to soar. <laughs> as dumb as that sounds, as much as I hate it, I agree with you. If you're an eagle, you know. You want to soar. I want to soar. You don't want to be hopping around. But I, I really believe the eagles were happy. So anyway, she told me two things about if they mate and uh, they lay eggs. They're not allowed to hatch the eagle eggs. But isn't, it, isn't the eagle an endangered species? Why can't they hatch the eggs? I have no idea. They have to call a... Uh, wow. I think that's a, a Kardashian. That's not a Kardashian. Love the show. They're not Kardashians. I think that's like the, like the middle one. That's like the middle sister. They don't have butts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. The Kardashians all have uh, breast implants. Mm-hmm. Oh, you licked that ice cream. Oh yeah, you lick. Oh you. Oh you tripped a little on your cleavage. Oh you licked that ice cream. They're kids. They're not kids. Don't do that to me. Yeah, I got you. I'm taking video right now to prove they weren't kids. I got you. Now I know how to get you. The old pedo jokes. That'll slow everything. They're not kids. That'll take the smirk off your face. Hey man, they they came from there. Why don't we hang outside the ice cream shop and watch girls lick cones? Why you play with your pud the whole time? We're gonna get locked up. Get your hand out of your pants. You wanna. You want to watch girls lick cones? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> not, a, not in the slightest. I, I thought it would be a great way for me and you to bo- to bond. You could smoke outside the ice cream shop. <laughs> I smoke outside of everything. And we could fucking watch women like lick cones. <laughs> that is awful idea. Hi. Hi, good morning. Morning. Have fun at yoga. <laughs> Uh, I was okay, nice man. to her. I'm going to throw you in the bushes. I was nice to her. But she doesn't, she's laughing. Man, was I nice to you? I was nice, right? Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, thank you. She said so nice. There you go. She's running. No, she's not. She's late for yoga. Oh, my God. So listen, really fast. So the Eagles. So uh, Can we the, walk? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I'm because scared of the wind. Come, I know, but people come out of the bushes, and you'll say something to everybody, like you have fucking Tourette's or something. No, I didn't say anything to this lovely lady. You just did. <laughs> oh, she's laughing. <laughs> say she's laughing. <laughs> she's laughing her ass off. <laughs> I'm so uncomfortable and angry at you. And we're not even on a main street. We're on a side street. I took you to the darkest street. <laughs> I know, and I still figured it out. <laughs> you still figured it out. No, so, so the eagles, they hatch the eggs. Uh, they're not allowed to keep them. This is really interesting, for real. They have to destroy the eggs or call um, call the, the wildlife, uh, whatever, people. And they take the eggs? Well, they're supposed to, oh, poke, I get something to, they're supposed to poke holes in it and destroy the egg. And then they have to destroy the shell. They're not allowed to keep the shells. What kind of stupid law is that? Wouldn't you want well, to read these things? Uh, that's what I. Uh, that's what I can't figure out. And maybe if someone could uh, help me out with that, I didn't get it. And then they're also like the eagles uh, shed, and the, and they have like uh, you know their feathers are falling out in the sanctuary. Right. You're not allowed to keep the feathers. Really? Nope. If you call it with a feather, it's like a massive fine. Isn't that weird? But I think that's so people aren't you know poaching fucking eagles. So they make it really tough. So no one has a pet eagle, I guess, right? No, I mean, if, you're, if you have uh, eagle feathers, then they're going to wonder, did you kill the eagle to get that? It just all seems odd to me. What, the hopping eagles that want to soar? And, and, <laughs> the then, they, thing is and then they can't even have kids? <laughs> it was an interesting story, but I couldn't concentrate because I was terrified of people. You saying shit to people. How did you find the, the most desolate street in Nantucket in the middle of summer? <laughs> because of your embarrassing fucking... Pr- what the shit you do is embarrassing. 
Hey, anyone around here? No, stop. Hey, hey, anyone here? <laughs> Your white privilege is at 20,000. <laughs> oh, birds. Even the birds shut up. Oh, there they are. <laughs> Hi, birds. <laughs> Come on, let's go. Get something to drink. I'm parched. <sighs> That's a nice bird noise for the podcast. Thank you, birds. I like how every house has a name. Swan House. Yeah. They do a nice job here, Pete. Oh, that's wind. Yep, that's wind. Sorry, what? Joey. Morning. Will you see, I was nice to you know what I saw? Here? Ah, wind. Jesus Christ. Let's duck in over here. You know what I saw that I loved? Huh? On Nantucket? I saw a Land Rover. Yeah? With Bahama license plates. Really? So I'm like, how the fuck do you have Bahama license plates? So I stop and ask the guy, says... Did you import this car from Bahamas? He goes, no, it's on my yacht. <laughs> really? They drive the fucking car off the fucking yacht. Wow. How much money do you have? What kind of yacht do you have? That's, that's rich. That you're, I mean. That's rich. You're pulling out your Bahama license plate Land right. Rover. I mean, it was, I just, I Rudy clapped the guys. <laughs> he was so rich and awesome. Let's cut through this backyard. No, no we're not what? cutting through the backyard. What? There's no wind this way, though. Oh, yes, there is. There's, it's a tornado over there. No, that's pretty cool. Isn't that awesome, Oak? That's money, man. That is money. Is it broken? I hope it's broken. <laughs> <laughs> I hope your equipment breaks. God, forever. this is really quiet. I don't like quiet. Well, of course you don't, because you're a fucking you're tank, tankacerous or whatever they call it. No, I'm not. Tankacerous? I will deal with... Oh, I, I think the ice cream ladies walked around the block. How are the ice creams? It's not the ice cream ladies. How do you know? Because they're not eating ice cream. <laughs> yeah, but maybe they were done with their cones. <laughs> maybe they were done with their cones. Me? Can we go back with everybody else? And now they just want to see an eagle soar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, which way do you want to go? Uh, let's go this way. For a reference point, we're on something called Ash Lane, the, the, the most boring street in Nantucket. I thought I could have a little fun with Carl and, you know, interact with people, but no. Can we go back to the hotel? I'm yeah. embarrassed. Yeah, we could do that. Oh, here's Main Street. Let's go back to Maine. Oh, no. Here it is. Why not, man? Well, because he say crazy shit the whole time. So, uh, the, the cobblestones. Ballast bricks. Some of these, they would put them on the... They'd come from the... They'd bring them on the boats from England. They would take off these, bo- these bricks, sell the bricks to the people. They would build the streets with them. And then they would load up the ship again. So the ship was always nicely weighted. So they needed these, uh, I call them cobblestones. Right. They needed these cobblestones to, to balance out the fucking exactly. ships for the long voyages across the ocean. Isn't that cool. So then they would drop them off here, and then they would get goods from this area to bring back to their country, right? Exactly. Big port. But now it's just, I mean, it looks really nice, but I've driven a car in, in Nantucket many years ago. It's, it's obnoxious. There's nothing fun about driving a car over cobblestones. No, it ruins your car, too. And then you know the historical society here probably would lose their minds if they paved over the cobblestones. Another. This is a, this is a gray market car. Can you hear it? This car's illegal. It's illegal, you said? Yeah. Why? They brought that car from England. That's not even from here. It's a diesel. It's a diesel Land Rover 110. That car was never made for this market. It's awesome. There it goes. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. For real, man. The Jeeps. I'm sure you could just uh, Google image Jeeps of Nantucket. 
I'm trying to document them as best I can. You, you've done a good job. Where are you going? Huh? What? Yeah. How much to check out the whales today? $20. Damn it. Bruh. What? Twenty dollars to check out whales. You want to do it? So you, you so let me get this straight. You open the door of the museum, yeah. you ask them how much, and then you complain and leave. Yeah. You know what that looks like to the other person? That looks awful. He shrugged his shoulders, he knew. He knew it was overpriced. Oh, you knew you think that's what he yeah. you think that's what he was talking about? Yeah, it is cheap. Jesus. Too much wind. Too, too much wind. too much wind. Let's leave it alone. Go see the whales. All right. Oh. Now that's cute. I like that. What's going on, everyone? How's everybody today? What? Just trying to be nice. You want a whale tie? Choke you in fire. Bro, which whale tie do you want? Let's get the gang whale ties for tonight. I want zero whale ties. Do you want the Nantucket Island tie? That's not bad. It isn't bad, right? Don't get it. Ooh, a, a whale bow tie. That's the whitest thing I've ever seen. They seem to have a theme in this store. <laughs> it's the Whale Museum store. <laughs> you guys seem to have a theme oh, in this Oh, boy. Let's go. All right, let's go. You're embarrassing me. Jesus Christ. Because Opie couldn't part ways with a 20, I have the misfortune of breaking the bad news that we don't get a Whale Museum segment. Instead, Opie decides to visit Vic Henley for a much cheaper activity that doesn't involve walking right after this. Hey guys, it's Opie. I'm in my motel room. I'm packing. It's time to leave. I'm so bummed. I love it up here in Nantucket. Uh, I want to thank you for listening to the Opie Radio Podcast. And if you really, really like this episode or past episodes, please give me a five-star review. I would really appreciate it. I'm going to continue this episode in just a minute or two with Vic Henley, who's out front of the motel in a rocking chair. But I also want to thank Talkspace for sponsoring today's Opie Radio Podcast, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. All you need is a computer with internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app. That means you can improve your mental health even if you've had trouble making time for it in the past. Can't imagine fitting anything else into your life? Well, with Talkspace, therapy is as easy as sending your therapist a message. Get something off your chest whenever you need to. Talk about everyday challenges at work or at home. Or just chat about life. Yes, there are no extra commutes, no leaving the office, and no judgments. Remember that therapy isn't just about venting your innermost thoughts or digging into childhood memories. It's also about practical, everyday strategies for stress management and living a happier life. Having a therapist simply provides you a designated person for you to talk to who is trained to listen and help you make positive changes. The Talkspace platform has over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges we all face. To match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, go to Talkspace.com slash Opie. That's Talkspace.com slash Opie. And use the code Opie, O-P-I-E, to get $45 off your first month and show your support for this very podcast. Talkspace.com slash Opie. Talkspace.com slash Opie. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring the Opie Radio podcast. All right, I got to go. I got to go meet Vic Kenley. Opie Radio. 
just hopping around Nantucket, and now I find myself in rocking chairs out front of the place we're staying with with one of my good friends, Vic Henley. Vic, this is uh, this is quite the spot, man. We're at the beach side, Nantucket. Yeah. The place, so you can find it on Instagram and on Facebook and Twitter and everything. And yes, we were in rocking chairs contemplating on, uh, they have bikes. If you want to just get a bike and go on a bike ride. If you want a chair, they give you the chair. You go to the beach. 100 yards that way is the beach. Yeah, we should do a quick advertisement because this place is really awesome. It has a nice pool. It's it's family oriented, this place. And, and all the rooms kind of face around the, the pool. So it's very social. And then, yeah, you can rent bikes. And then the nearest beach, I think, is only a mile or two from Not here. Not even that. It's probably 200 yards down here. Is it really that quick? Jetty's Beach is 200 yards that way. Is it a nice beach? It's a great beach, yeah. Absolutely. There's I, a beach bar, food, everything. Right there? Right down there. Oh, man. Because last time I was in Nantucket, I, I was just talking to my wife about this. I think it's been like 12 years, maybe longer. Wow. Yeah, I used to love coming to this place when I uh, lived in Boston. And we used to rent uh, mopeds. Sure. And uh, when me and my wife were dating, we rented the mopeds and went to, like, the far beaches. Surfside is oh, a great one. Awesome. Surfside is my favorite one. Yeah. The Cisco Brewery, if you're plugging things. Cisco Brewery, which they make vodka and beer. Yeah. They're the island ruler of anything yeah. alcoholic. And it's delicious. Yeah. And uh, Cisco Brewery is on the way to Surfside. And uh, that's a great beach. And Madiket Beach is also great. It, so is Surfside the one where, where the surfers are? Yes. Okay. So, I, I, well, <laughs> you know, fair, no. no, fair enough. But there's, no, there's a lot the of kayakers are. Uh, fair enough. But there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of surfing that goes on on this island. So, true. no, is it like the main one? Yes. All right. That's the one I went to with my moped with my wife, and it was also when I learned that I'm not. Uh, uh, an athlete anymore on that level because I went in with just a boogie board. The waves are ridiculously big, yeah, and it's exciting. And if you got youth on your side, you can more than handle it. But you're a little older on a on a on a. You learned that day uh, on a boogie how board. Were. I did because I was breathing really heavy. I was really working very hard on that beach that day, and I came out of the surf remembering, man. That was one of the first signs. I'm like, man, I'm getting old. I, I used to do this in my sleep and not even think twice uh, well, back on Long Island. You're still better than me because at my peak fitness, at whatever the age that was, 22, I couldn't even ride a boogie board. <laughs> so the uh, fact that you're – I have no balance. I yeah. can't skate. I'm, I'm an idiot. I yeah. fall down. I well, skate. you don't need balance for a boogie board. You need you need to not be able to uh, step on it and fall flat on your ass every time you put one foot on it. No, no. You, boogie you know. boards are – Oh, you mean the one you hold? You lay yeah, on. yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't doing anything crazy. Oh, I thought you meant the one you throw in no, and you run I, and jump on it and slide. Yeah, yeah. no, but I, oh, the skimmers. Yeah, okay. Yeah, the skimmers are a little rough. The, you could you could absolutely break a hip at our age trying the skimmers. No, it's just a boogie board, but the waves are are pretty tremendous I, and yeah. they're far out too. So you get you get tossed around a lot and and uh, you got to be in pretty damn good shape. So. These are there's two sandbars here lately down here at Jetties. So about. 30, 40 yards offshore is one sandbar, and then another 50 yards beyond that is right. another one. So it's all I've been watching for the past couple of days is it's weird to look so far out yeah. and see like a five-year-old bopping around its only ankle deep. Right. <laughs> yes. uh, I love all that. And Nantucket also, I remember, man, if you want to see sharks. Oh, yeah. Wow. They, they, they're, they're whistling a lot on some of the beaches on the outskirts. They have them on the T-shirt for a reason. Yeah. I mean, they own it. They tell you, but they're, 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 where there are seals, there are sharks. Right. And so my buddy Matt, he was swimming where he's staying the other day. He and his girl, he was hardly anybody was in the ocean. He looks over, and he thought it was his girlfriend behind him, and a seal just swam right by him like 
touched his shoulder, swam right by him. So cool. He goes, I wanted to reach out. I go, they'll bite you. Don't, oh, no, no, no. I go, they will bite you. No, they're, they're mean. mean. They're very mean. <laughs> yeah, he had no idea. And he's he's sort of from the Cape, but he'd I, never been that close to one ever. I, I'm not a, I'm, I, don't, I don't know. I, I'm not a marine biologist, but I think I would rather uh, swim close to a shark than a seal. Who knows? Because sharks, for the most part... They only bite because they bump into you, and they they got to know what you are, so they take a taste. Right. I think seals would absolutely attack you. They would just go in the, yeah. On sight. Yeah, right. So maybe someone could uh, correct me on that, but I don't know. All I had was the uh, Jeopardy idiot me fact of the difference between the seal and the sea lion. Ah. uh, Sea lion has little tiny ears. Right. Seals have no ears. I did not know that. That's it. The the sea lion, that's the main, that's how you tell. Right. They do, and they have a little tiny ear. The sea lion has a little bit of ears. Which one looks like a UFC fighter? Uh, (laughs) Both of them. The the seal, because he has no ears. (laughs) I probably have to go with the seal. You know you're looking at a tough guy when, you know, they have the cauliflower ears. Oh, Oh, you don't want to mess with that. No. My buddy Greg Warren was a wrestler, all-American at uh, University of Missouri, and same thing. One of his is just completely... Just a mess? Yes. He's got jokes about it. He's real funny about it. Yeah. He's got all kinds of... Oh, no. Those guys, they walk around, and that's like that's a, a sign of, uh, I don't know, pride, I guess. It's like the hockey player. If you're not missing any teeth, you ain't playing any hockey. Right, right. you got to be at least one. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> what are you coming in here with a full set of uh, tapas? What's up with the flowers, man? Hydrangeas, baby. We were talking about this the other day a little bit. So... The pink and we have we have two colors on one bush. We have the, we have three. We have the pink, the purple, and the blue. What's the big deal if you got to pink the purple and the blue? Because they're, they're supposed to all be usually they all come out one color, one bush. And so, but if you got the right yard man, you can get all the colors on one bush. Wait, so is that a rich status symbol to make sure you got all three colors yeah, I think on your bush? It's, it's, yeah, how much? Yeah, you think you're spending money on your landscaper? Look what I've got. Yeah. It just turns into it's like everything on this island it turns into a one-upsmanship. Sure. <laughs> Somehow. I don't think there's a house on this island that's less than a million dollars. Even oh, these little tiny shacks, especially close to town. Um, I, I was looking at some. Uh, you know, you walk by those real estate places with the pictures on the on the glass. There's $30, $40 million estates here. And they oh, yeah. probably go way higher than that, right? Uh, they'll tear they'll tear down a $30 million house to put up a $60 million house. Wow. It'll just level it. Demol- Instead of adding it on and just turning your 30 into a 60, right. tear the whole thing down on the ground, build something new on the spot. And I bet you the, you know, the real estate people here, they just go, they just make up a number. Sure. Because your clientele here, they don't care. No, they, don't, they don't look at the price tag. My favorite thing about this is, when you meet somebody, the last name is usually the last name. Like if you, hey, my name's uh, Bill Campbell. Oh, as of Campbell Soup. <laughs> oh, they're the main. Every time you meet someone, the other day, Flynn had lunch the other day with, uh, I think, Fred Wrigley, the, the Wrigley family right. owns the Cubs. Right. And, then, you know, everything. And but if you know a Wrigley anywhere else in the world. You it, wouldn't even consider yeah. that but, it would be them. But yeah. if you're here, yeah. yes. They're the, they're the main. Yes. My name's Dan <laughs> Reynolds, as in Reynolds Rap. <laughs> right. No, just every time. When in doubt, yes, it's them. It's <laughs> basically how it goes. It's so crazy. Yeah. The one thing I love about Nantucket, I forgot all about this, too, is all the vintage uh, Jeeps that everyone has. And they're all different. Right. I I was walking around with Carl and we were checking them out. Carl's been uh, taking pictures of all the all the Jeeps. Every every other one is like extremely unique and different. If you go to his Instagram, Sabor Chef, uh, he posted a lot of the pictures or you can Google image it. It, it, It's definitely worth doing because you're looking at Jeeps that look brand new that are from like the 70s, the 60s. Bob Lee. 
from ESPN. He, it's his joke, but he always he goes. He calls it the gang warfare, and he's like, "It's the Range Rovers versus the Land Rovers. <laughs> that's, that's gang warfare on Nantucket. <laughs> it's not the Crips and the Blood. It's not, he's now Bob's got Bob's other great line is uh, he, he he hosts the smoke. We have a uh, three New York comics and three Boston comics on the Saturday night show here. We talk to SmackDown. Yeah, and Bob hosts every year for. Dead soon. No kidding. That's, he, the road runs out right there, so I don't know where he thinks he's he. He was flying by. Yes, he's about to hit sand. I used to feel sorry for uh, those motorcycle crashes, but then you know you live enough and you see those guys weaving in and out of traffic, going ninety, a hundred miles an hour. You're like, I'm starting to think that they caused their own deaths <laughs> in most okay. cases. No problem. Maybe that's controversial. I shouldn't say that, but I don't know. Don't be crazy on anything. Right. And then I don't feel bad. If I feel bad for you if it's an accident. But if you're the guy standing on one foot and trying to do a wheelie at 90 miles an hour with no helmet. Yeah. Then okay, fine. Those videos are pretty cool to check. Yeah, they're out. amazing. <laughs> they're <laughs> kind of cool. I, I agree. Yes, I agree. <laughs> but it makes me nervous. Did you see that evil can evil horse shit the other night? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, I, I thought it was I, in your wheelhouse. I thought about it, and then I, you know, I enjoyed watching the trailers for it and seeing the original yeah. crash and all the bones that he broke and everything they pointed oh, out. Yeah, of course. But I figured he'd make it. Pastrana's done a lot of crazy things. I figured he'd be all right. He has, and you got to give him uh, credit for that. But those three evil can evil jumps—they they were basic and easy. Right. Because it's all science now. Certainly. When Evil Knievel did it, we all watched because we knew he was going to crash. <laughs> and lot. Evil Knievel understood the crash was Could've really important, less. right? Could have cared less. And, yeah. and the ramps he used, like Evil Knievel had much narrower ramps. Now they're using these ramps where they're as wide as, like, uh, I don't know, uh, a landing strip. Well, and the material, the, yeah, the, the physics, the engineering, the materials, it, it's 45 years more right. modern, right. so it really reduces the... Right. I mean, Evil Knievel had experts for the time, but they didn't, sure have, did. they didn't have computers and all that, and a lot of times it was like, I don't know, I guess if you could get it up to 75 miles an hour when you hit that ramp, we should be good. We're hoping. Yeah, it's, <laughs> there was a lot of, we should be. <laughs> I still love that movie, or the old movie from the 70s, George Hamilton oh, plays it. it's terrible. I love it, in the cheesy bad yeah, yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. I still yeah. love no, it of in course. the cheesy... Of course. He's standing at the beginning of something. I was still, my brother thought it was cool that he would, somewhere in the first five minutes, he's standing there and he's like, you know, fear is not in my vocabulary. Yeah. <laughs> I got to see that again. It's, it's awful, like you said. But, but I mean, it's even, cheesy 70s bad, I think, in a good way. Yeah, evil was the best, though. Bobby Knievel. That, Bob- that was his name. And Robbie's his son. No, I know. Yeah, but. but yeah, they didn't even mention uh, uh, Robbie Knievel. Which and, I thought, and he did all of his. I think he also jokes. did. Yes, I, yes, easily. I think. Yeah, I didn't think right. that was that new a thing for Pastrana because I thought Robbie Knievel had also. Robbie did all the jumps, but how they spun that was like, you know, well, these jumps they didn't even mention by name, but they're like, well, these jumps may have been done since Evil Knievel, but they haven't. No one used the equipment that's kind of close to when Evil did it. Oh, yeah. Like the bike was heavier and all that, but well, that's the difference between being, you know. Evil and Robbie, right? You just never, even though you're doing it, you know, right. you might as well be Don Ho's son, John Ho. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> trying to be the king of Hawaii. There's only one Don Ho. Well, I mean, uh, Robbie's jumps were more impressive. I think so. Yeah, but but he had uh, he had science and computers on his side, and that's what that's why you know he he wasn't as successful as his dad. I think, and I don't think he had any major crashes, did he? I don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. That possibly. You think Evil Knievel, and you see the slow motion footage of him going over the handlebars. The and, legs going. You yeah. literally can see yeah. every bone in both of his yeah. legs breaking. Right. Shattering like yeah. glass. 
And then the one at the Cow Palace in San Francisco is also another classic. Of course. Those are the Caesars and the Cow Palace, I think, are the two. I think the Cow Palace was the one where the bike kind of landed on it. I think so. I think that's the slow motion one where the bike had a mind of its own. It's like, oh, you think this is bad evil? Watch what the bike does now. And just, just tumbles over my, a, a whole bunch of times but then when you think Robbie Knievel you, you don't have any memory of uh, a of classic those. a yes. classic no, crash no. So. I remember sailing through the Iron Landing yeah basically what were you saying before the, the motorcycle guy went by we went off on a tangent the we comics we were t- Balsa oh. did you finish that Oh, I was no I was going to say uh, Bob Lee we were talking about the games yeah yeah okay and, no Bob Bob's uh, Bob's jokes, he, he hosts for us, and he his, his main joke that he and he wait he won't do it every year. He saves it like a good comic. <laughs> he waits a couple of years and he'll bring it back out. But he's like, uh, oh, "Welcome to Nantucket for the annual running of the white people." <laughs> and then he has the then he has the gang warfare. It's not the Crips and the Bloods. It's the Land Rovers versus the Range Rovers. And then I'm trying to think of the other one, but but he's got yeah he's got three or four good staples. He's a great guy. And it was funny the other night. Uh, ESPN has the doesn't have the World Cup for the first time ever. So Bob, the voice of soccer in America for 35 years, he's antsy. He's got nothing. So it's funny to watch him, and he wants to be mean to the people on Fox, but he's so nice and classy that he. But it's yeah. still, it's funny to watch him. Yeah, <laughs> that was his gig. Yes, that was, that was his. Him. So I ask him, I'm like, "Are you watching this?" When it first started three weeks ago, I go, "How many people go?" First of all. Am I the 800th person that has asked you, are you watching this? Yeah. And then, and are you? Yeah. And he wrote a 643rd, <laughs> asked me, and he goes, yes, I am, but I'm watching on Telemundo. <laughs> and I go, me too. Because I do try to watch a lot of the games on Telemundo. But why watch on Telemundo? Just because they're more exciting? Yeah. And they know more about the game. They're more informative. Yeah, but you don't know Spanish. You know, Bob knows enough that he can actually listen. Oh, okay, right. And so, I don't care. I know cabeza means head. Right. <laughs> you, you figure that out. So. Why do you like soccer so much? I still can't get into it. I watch a little World Cup like everyone else, and then when the World Cup's over, I, I say to myself, I think I'm going to start watching more. Was that Ron White on a moped holding his hat as he goes into town? Could have been. I'm serious. That was Ron White. He, we, he had his hat on yesterday when we saw him. It's totally possible. Ron White, Ron hot, White just went hot? by on a, on a uh, moped holding his hat so it doesn't blow away. Was, he, was there anybody else on it with him? No. Oh, oh, I don't know. That. It might not have been. It might not have been. I don't think he was. Well, this. Well, you know what? There's if a lot. You said, of, "Is there a hot chick driving?" Then yes. Okay. <laughs> well, the, there's a lot of guys on Nantucket that look exactly like Ron oh, White. True. So I, that, that could have been true, anybody. True, true. But he had a huge beach hat that was probably a thousand dollar hat that this guy was holding down as he flew by us on a moped. Those shoes, remember those shoes we saw him? They had on the other yeah. day. They're one, they are one of a kind. He bought them in town, and the dude makes them out of rugs. Right. So the dude literally chops up these rugs. Yeah, it looks like it, he makes them out of rugs. It's what it, it's exactly yeah. what you say. Oh, there's, there's nothing special about those shoes he's they're, wearing. They're all different because it's all different rugs that the guy's oh, cutting up. Gosh. So no pair is the same right. technically. Da, da, da. How much do you think he paid for those rugs? There's shoes? no telling. It'll seven, eight hundred dollars. Uh, I would guess that at much. least. And they, least. they look terrible. But, <laughs> but none of us were brave enough to tell him. But he explained it perfectly. You remember what he said? Yeah. But he only he buys the crazy tacky stuff and only wears it in the place. Right. And then he'll probably never wear it again. Yeah. So. Will he take it home with him or will he just leave it? Who knows? He does a lot of both. Right. I've seen him call back and have things shipped to him. I've yeah. seen him never think about something else again. Well, I mean, he has a very disposable lifestyle. <laughs> you you wandered off last night, um, and we continued our journey. And uh, Carl and. And Sherrod were wearing the terry cloth Nantucket hoodies. Oh, right, he bought them right. And so they decided I needed one. That's true. So they're expensive, <laughs> they're, man. I'm sure they're like a hundred dollars. You know, I care about like 
like the money and not being ripped off and stuff. It, it's an expensive uh, hoodie. And it was bought just so we could all have the hoodies on at the same time sure. for one picture. With- and I'll never wear this thing again. <laughs> I'm going to bring it home, but I don't, even, I don't even think my wife will wear it. So. She might. It's soft. It really, it's is, really nice. is soft it's and nice. nice. Yeah, yeah totally but, great. But, I mean, we look like uh, very aging uh, boy band members. When I, walked in the, <laughs> when I walked in the bar and... You saw us. Yes, and I'm, that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, okay, if I had one of these, it really would. Now there would be four just sad old men. <laughs> right. It made sense for the Instagram. <laughs> so, Not so much in the bar. <laughs> Not so much. You know, Carl was doing okay. There was a bachelorette party going on. And uh, I, was, I was like, where's Carl? And Sherrod just pointed. who was standing in front of the DJ, I think. Yeah. Yelling, oh no, Sherrod was holding court, yelling over the, telling the DJ what to play. Yeah. Also, oh, he was. Yeah, I think so. And holding court. Sherrod's a lot of fun, man. And then, and then Carl was right in the middle of like seven of these girls. Yeah, you know, of every shape, size, religion, every shape and size, <laughs> national origin, <laughs> sexual origin, <laughs> whatever you want to call it. But uh, having a great time. I got to tell you, he just vanished. He went into the wind pretty fast. Yeah, he did an Irish uh, exit. Uh, I think the highlight of the night for me was uh, we were all kind of hanging on the dance floor or on the outskirts, you know, uh, having a. It was a lot of fun. And uh, next thing you know, like there's space being cleared on the dance floor, and there's two uh, very hot girls just completely making out. Oh yes! And everyone just formed a circle around them, and <laughs> and they did not care right. in the no, least. No, 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 well, right. That was that was a wonderful Ooh, treat for everybody. I forgot about that. Yeah. No, I went out for a second and came back in, and that was going on, and I had missed it because I'm like, "What's everybody going?" Oh. Yeah, yeah. No, that was. Uh, that I thought was it was right. a Soul Train line for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, no, that was uh, that was impressive. Um, so, yeah. So why do you like soccer? Oh, because uh, I love it. I love asking people why they like soccer because it's a sport I just simply never really got into. Uh, some of my idiot friends in high school down in Alabama, the, most of the high schools wouldn't sanction it, so you're not going to be. They would sponsor the ninth grade girls volleyball team and get them uniforms. And you played the other high schools in the areas, ninth grade girl. But soccer was the one that you just had to be a club status. And you guys had to own your own, round up the games if there was another club at a rounding house. So two or three of my idiot friends who I was really close with, they did this. Mm. And so so you'd go out there, it's like worse than their intramural. You'd go out there and there'd be like 17 people standing around watching the soccer Right, games. right. And uh, I just, my, my one boy, they had a girl on their team and she could school anyone in the county. And she ended up going like scholarship and got out on like a D2 scholarship. But it, so we always we always thought that was cool too because anytime sax was played that was the name of their school yeah we wanted to go see Susan Clark so I don't care what sport it is you got a girl out there playing any sport with the boys and she's schooling the boys oh, it's the best it's really enjoyable absolutely <laughs> to watch so that was my little intro into it because it was a bootleg thing that nobody in the South gave a shit about and then I got to college and met some other people and then when I started doing stand up. In 86, it was in Mexico. That was a Diego Maradona hand to God where he punched in the goal to win the championship, and they didn't call it. And I was living, these guys I used to live with in Arizona, and they, that's where the Telemundo thing started. One of them was uh, half American, half Mexican, and that was how we got a rule. We wake up, we start drinking beer, we put on Telemundo, we watch every game. And I was in town working at the time, so I spent like three weeks in a house with these guys watching the World Cup on Telemundo <laughs> in 86. And they were explaining it to and you? they explained the whole thing to me and told me about offside and this right. and the other. And and, uh, and I just fell in love with it. And ever since then, I just started. I like the World I like the European Championships, and I like the World Cup. Right. I, don't, I don't watch the Premiership or any local leagues. Right. I think it's hilarious that MLS gets these guys when they're 
at the end of their careers. Right. Beckham's coming when he's 47. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> that's, well, that's the mistake America's making because they, they always feel they, they need the headliners, always. You know what I mean? Instead of maybe some of these younger guys that maybe don't have as much heat in the states, offer them some money and establish some precedents. Yeah, but of they course, won't do that. And it's it's absolutely adorable on Fox to watch the World Cup, and then you watch some of the the most elite teams on the planet Earth, and then in the afternoon because of the time change they go to MLS. Yeah, yeah, and that's just a farce. But, I mean, <laughs> to me, to be able to watch Belgium and England, and then flip over and watch these guys that can't even you know yeah. kick it to the guy five feet away from. We we have, we have a giant country and we can't feel the team. It's it's. It's amazing to me. We just can't feel that. And with all the immigrants that we have in America, you would assume we could kind of mix and match and get a, a, a decent team together. Because it's, that's why. It should be, from the ground up, affordable to everyone. But it's a mom driving the kids around to these elite team leagues. Right. You can't get the immigrants to play. Right. Their parents are working. They don't have time to spend 1500 and get their kid right. in these elite leagues. So it turns into a white kids only privilege riding around in a minivan sport. You're not building up from the roots. You go to any country on the planet Earth, you go to the poorest neighborhood in the world, they're kicking a soccer ball around right. the street. Yeah, but, but wouldn't you want for bragging rights to grab one of these kids and throw them on the elite oh, team? Absolutely. That's what I would think. There's well, a spider on your uh, rocking chair. Clemson. I'm going to take care of you. Uh, oh, there he, Oh, look at that. It's making a web. It's making a web uh, around my pal Vic Henley. <laughs> I got to tell you that your voice uh, fits nicely with the rocking chair. <laughs> I've sat. I've sat in front of many a Cracker Barrel. <laughs> yes, this is. A, <laughs> I, I got to tell you, the Rocky Chair is uh, is underrated. It's so underrated, man. It's totally great. I can't tell you the last time I was rocking in a rocking chair. Kathleen Madigan bought Lewis Black one. He went to the University of North Carolina, so she went. The Cracker Barrel, you can pick different colors and have sports teams logos put on there. So she bought him a Carolina blue uh, rocking chair from the Cracker Barrel, and it's on his balcony in, in Manhattan. Oh! <laughs> Carl, here he is. Here he is. The tornado has arrived. He lives. He lives. He lives. We're just chilling and rocking on the rocking chairs outside this fine joint, man. Where were you? You guys look like two people at Cracker Barrel waiting for breakfast. We just said that. Yeah, they just, just said that. You're we, I walked back with you, and then what? You just walked back into town? I took a nap, but then the lady wanted to clean my room. Right. And that messed up my nap, so I went to get drunk. I figured that's what you do. Yeah. I had a couple beers. I had a hamburger. I had a cupcake. Nice. I had a candy bar. Nice. Me and me and Carl walked. Gloria walking. I would just walk on the opposite side. <laughs> you were avoiding Gloria. Yeah. <laughs> you got to explain Gloria for the people. She's she a, helps me out with all my stuff. Yeah, she's like a super fan, but also very cool. She very cool all my person. Stuff and she's really cool. And I have to do some stuff for a, a cooking event in Arizona, and I'm avoiding it. Oh really? Right. You got to start dealing with that. Uh, hey Vic, I walked around with Carl this morning. We had a blast. Where'd you go, dude? It was the, he's the most uh, fucking embarrassing human being. Him? Oh my god! You just, just this? talking to people. <laughs> there was I, at one he time I had, to, I had to a pull a nuclear bomb. I had to say that he was looking at children so he could st- he could stop recording for five minutes. <laughs> he's like, no, I'm not. I'm like, I don't know what else to do. You don't stop talking to people. Well, what I did then I I pulled out my phone and quickly uh, made a video. <laughs> it was basically two women walking by licking ice cream cones, and I thought that was a cool thing to check out. And then I wanted me and Carl to hang outside. <laughs> The ice cream shop and watch more women uh, licking ice cream. This was his pitch to me. Carl, this is what we're going to do. Let's go. You can smoke cigarettes in front of the candy shop <laughs> while we watch the girls lick the ice cream cones. I said, 
No. It's a beautiful place. <laughs> you shouldn't even be here. <laughs> it is too nice for It's him. so tranquil. And then here comes fucking Opie. <laughs> it's too he's nice yelling at this lady. You're loud because she's talking. I'm like, she's on the street. Well, she was a little loud. And this place was made for me. What do you mean uh, I don't belong here? You know how many people look like me here? Tons. I guarantee you that everyone that made the decision to fire you from Sirius lives here. No kidding. No kidding. No kidding. Sure. Oh, are you right? (laughs) And then uh, we saw, you know, we saw some nursing going on on uh, the streets. That was nice. I hope he's amazing. Looking at the women, the pregnant women nursing—that's his fetish. Ugh. Oh, I know, dude. Uh, it's so bad. Uh, it's not like a. It's just a. He's like, call you, but you like chubby girls. I'm like, you don't go to jail for that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not acting out on my fetish. I'm just saying, like, if if there's a young mom nursing her newborn on the street and you can see her, you know, her breast. He's just yelling at it's her. kind of a nice I, little treat. I support your right to breastfeed. I'm like, oh my god. It's kind of like a, a nice treat, you know, kind of like. When you eat a, a dozen uh, raw clams, and the next day you, you, you get one in your teeth. Oh, yeah. Happy. Get a little extra for the kid. <laughs> Did you go? All these nice little surprises that hit you in the face as you're going about your day. That was a truck from sales that just went by. Oh, man, see, that's where he found, That's where he had two lobsters the other day. I had two lobsters because I, I was in an aristocratic mood. That's right. We had lobster last night, that lobster uh, fettuccine, right? Lobster fettuccine. We had clams casino. We ate a lot. Raw clams. Raw clams. Steamer clams. Gerard being really loud. Right. Saying the N-word in Nantucket. That's frowned. He was. And, and the white, the white uh, older rich guys, they kind of liked it. But well, they, they can show their they can show their reaction, though. Well, they, the last time they, they were able to say it out loud here, they were wearing white powdered wigs. I mean, right. they were still bringing whales in. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were negotiating whale oil prices down at the pier. They, <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, when you see the uh, the old rich guy walking into some of these restaurants with the salmon pants and the sweater tied around his, uh, his Carl was doing that the other his night. shoulder, right, yeah. yeah. But I, but now they're starting. Did Vic ever tell you the John Kerry story about the about the sweater? Uh, I'm not sure. It's all the, it's a best well, all I want to say it's not, no big deal, so we can move on. It, it just gives you douche chills every time you see one of these guys walk in like that. It's well, it's it is, and I we were at a co- what he's talking about. We were at a cocktail party here once, and. Uh, someone behind me is very animatedly telling a story, and I'm getting some elbows in the back. And, uh, and I turn around after about the third one, and I just see it's a tall guy with gray hair, and he's wearing the sweater like that. He's got he's got it draped around his neck, and so I'm about to go, "Hey, man, you know," and he realizes that he's hitting me, and he turns around. It's John Kerry, and so he was sorry, and I go, "Oh no, no!" I go, "You know what? Uh, since we're talking now." Uh, I point to the sweater thing. I go, you got to get rid of this. This is everybody. This is awful. This looks like you're being strangled by an invisible man from behind. <laughs> I like that. And John Kerry, no hesitation, yeah. reaches up, pulls the sleeve. Really? Out. He still leaves it draped over him, but he, he takes uh, the tie uh, part off. But he, so he takes the tie part off. Where now it's just dangling down. And he goes, "Is this better? Are you okay with this?" Right. And I go, "It's completely fine." Why do you? Why do you think they do that? I it looks ridiculous. They got so much money. They, could they do don't give they a crap, want. right? And that's the second part of the story. He, I go, well, "What were you?" At the time, he was Secretary of State. So I'm like, "Is this something?" You're all wound up about something. Is it something political? Can you tell me something? He goes, No, no, it's got nothing to do with this. It's my, it's my boat, and they pay a fee to have their yachts. Yes, I want your, 
between yeah. um, between like Memorial Day and Labor Day, you pay a flat fee for the whole season. You park your yacht out here, and that's how it goes, right? So, but if you bring it early or you stay later, they start hitting you up like a parking ticket, and you can end up paying more for 10 days than you did for the whole 90-day season. So he explains this to me, and he goes, my idiot crew bought my boat up here 12 days early. And I go, can you tell me, I go, do you mind how much does that cost? And he goes, it's like 480000 for the three months, but the extra 12 days cost me 690000 Oh, my God. <laughs> so so I turn back around, and I go, I go, here, take it all out on me. It's okay. I can go back to hitting me. For six ninety. you can beat the piss out of me. Jesus <laughs> Christ. You know, you know he went, it went, Terry, I need a check for $700,000. Of course you know exactly. Exactly. Terry. I was, re- I was researching his boat. That would be his wife from the Heinz yes, fortune. Exactly. He got he got uh, a lot of political flack because uh, he registered it in Delaware. When he, sure. was, when he was from that from a different state. But she she's the first after party that Carl and I were at the other night. He's oh, four houses cool. down. His place is four houses down from where we were. And, and, and on the mooring thing out front in the water, it says Hines. It doesn't say Carrie. It says Hines. So that's probably her house for sure. And it has been her house for who knows how long. Well, as long as they want, they invented fucking ketchup. That yeah. fucking rocks. <laughs> <laughs> that was Kathleen Madigan's joke. When he was running for president, that was Kathleen Madigan's joke. She goes, I don't know why this guy hadn't just walked there and goes, if you don't vote for me, I'm taking away all the ketchup. <laughs> Done. Hey, landslide. No, no, I'll leave you with Hunt's. I'll leave you with Hunt's ketchup. When is Hunt's ketchup going to figure out that their product stinks? We should just change that H to a C. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, <laughs> Legal spot. That's a good joke. That's a good joke. Uh, and uh, Vic, you ran into Stephen Wright, and you told me it was me that was creeping on him from above. <laughs> I, I, well, I can't. All right. Full disclosure: you, you, need, you need to know the truth. So we're uh, out on the roof of uh, the theater here in Nantucket. There's a show going on inside. Stephen Wright's getting ready to go on. Then you had Ron White, uh, Don uh, Gavin. Don Gavin was up up on that stage too. All these guys crushed last night, by the way. And uh, you know, um, Sherrod's just making spleefs wherever he goes. <laughs> he don't give two shits about it. And you uh, think he had nine different cancers? I mean, he's just smoking all fucking all day, all day. Just I found him yesterday. I was drunk. I I followed the smell of weed, yeah. and there he was. Yeah, he don't care, man. He was screaming something. Hashtag small world comedy. Something. <laughs> <laughs> Race wars! <laughs> Me familiar! <laughs> he was hashtag yelling something. He's family with everybody. I'm, I'm very confused by that. But anyway... Uh, the opposite of Opie. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. It's a lovely, giant deck on about the third floor of the... Yeah, yeah. It overlooks so, the harbor. Yeah, but I, I, I got to set this up. Uh, and the reason why I was creeping on Stephen Wright was because Sherrod, you know, lights up this spleef. And I'm like, hey, man, could I have a hit of that or whatever? And I took one really big hit that just burned the hell out of my throat and lungs. I'm a, I'm an amateur. Well, he I'm, puts I'm, tobacco I'm, in there, too. Yeah, yeah. His are, his are true splits. Oh, no, it was fi- I, I, it fired me up. Um, and then I'm feeling it, and then I look over. The, I think you told me, Stephen Wright's out there pacing. Yeah. Which, which was amazing to me because this guy's been doing comedy since uh, the 80s, and he still gets nervous before shows. And 40-year veterans still do. Everybody has their little right. quirks and ticks and things they do. Right. And he doesn't like hanging in the green room chit-chatting with everybody. Yeah. 
he likes to I go don't think by. he likes chit-chatting, period. <laughs> no, he does. <laughs> no, you just got to talk to him. No, I talked to him at that rich party because yeah, yeah, I yeah. felt like I was rich. So I could ask any question I want. <laughs> right. I was, I was there for five minutes and you have a whole other view. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> right. What do you do? Right. <laughs> they, ju- they just got to assume you're another billionaire. Yeah, so they, and they invented they, something. Yeah, so they're, 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 they're right. very... You could ask them anything and, right. they, and it doesn't bother me because you're in this fucking mansion. Yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, man. You're part of the club for the night. Um, so we saw him. He was out in the alley. And just pacing and, and pacing. Forward, going through his act in his head, kind of yeah. mumbling to himself, yeah. going over the bits. Yeah. And I go, look, here. He's like, he's a pacer. Yeah. And then you started. Well, uh, then I decided... <laughs> that hope he takes over. Then I decided I got to film him from above. It's on my Instagram, Opie Radio. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> And then I start calling out his name to the point I think he started thinking he might be hearing hearing voices because yeah, he, he couldn't really figure out where the where voice was coming from. And then I finally uh, gave it away. I'm, I'm like, Steven, up here. And he looks up all like, hey, hey. <laughs> and then I, I said who I was. And uh, I don't know if he heard me or, so. or he did hear me and doesn't give two shits. But he then walked back into the green room because he was, he was going on stage any moment. But you ran into him after his set and told him? Yes, I saw him at the after party. And uh, I just went over to him. I go, hey, uh, Earlier, were you out there pacing around? He's like, yeah. I go, the idiot that was yelling at you from up above? And he goes, yeah, what was that about? And I was like, I go, it's Opie from Opie. And I think he did the show. He was, oh, I love that guy. He's a great guy. I go, what? He's... I was telling. He goes, "Were you telling him not to yell at me?" <laughs> I go, "I go, yes, I did. I told him stop it." <laughs> he goes, "He didn't stop it. He kept doing it." <laughs> I go, well, then, "Then when you looked up and he saw it was freaking you out, it actually made him stop." And he goes, "Oh, I, you should have let me know. I would have gotten in on the gag." He said, oh, "That's awesome. let me know. I would have gotten in." I'm, like, I'm oh, bummed man. because I, I went uh, into the theater to see Stephen Wright because I haven't seen him in years, and he just—it was unbelievable. He crushed. And because I, I was watching him from inside, I didn't get to say hi to him, man. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you guys drifted off and missed the after party. And then he left. No! No! <laughs> we, we have a bone to pick with you. Last we left it, we were eating and stuff, and, and I, we started texting you because we wanted to go to that party. I said there are vans that are going to take us. Yeah, but we didn't know where they here. were going, yeah. and then we were in town, and we were confused, and then... And you weren't. I asked. wasn't confused. I, I was drunk. I, <laughs> you didn't want to go to that thing. I wanted to go. I wanted to go as well. And then we, no one could get a hold of Vic Henley. And then you uh, magically appeared back at the bar like a couple <laughs> hours later. Well, because we were in Sconset, and I have no service out there. So if you think, oh, uh, uh, fucking those Scott. That's why I, don't, I moved from there. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Sconset problems. <laughs> That's scary. Uh, why don't I the, say Gertrude, we're leaving. Why don't the rich people have cell service because on no, parts of this island? That's because, scary. Because What's that about, Carl? You only need a phone or you only need to be connected for bad news. But when you're so rich, you have no bad news. So everything can wait. Everything can wait. There's no, Everything's beneath you. There's nothing above you, right? There's no boss that calls you. There's no... You're the guy. So you could show up three weeks later and be like... What happened? <laughs> and it's not going to change your life. What? It's just bad news. All you do is listen to people's other bad news. When you're when you're poor or you're mortal, you got to be connected to a phone because there's all kinds of shit that you're trying to sell or or buy or do kind. Of, they don't do anything. They don't buy. These people have the same Grand Wagoneer for ten years. You could. They couldn't tell you the first thing about a new car. They don't care. Yeah. All it's right. a whole other. It's a it's a peaceful soul. Your soul is at peace. You just live in money. Yeah, we're, we're 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 uh, rocking in rocking chairs, listening to listening to birds, 
and just watching a lot of money walk by. Oh, a lot of money. Millions. And this is the hotel. This is the project. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You go up one street up there. Forget it, right? There's hammocks made out of dollar bills up there. <laughs> <laughs> True. Did you see the kids in their lemonade stands? Oh it's like God. seven bucks, though. <laughs> <laughs> the, kid got, the kid makes 200 fucking an hour over there. I walked up to the marina. Yeah. Holy shit, man. Just the boat talk. was. I know a lot about shit. They're talking about motors I didn't even know existed. Really? <laughs> like, ah, the twin. Fo-. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Oh my god! There's some giant boats in the harbor. There's a hundred and twenty footer there with a helicopter on it. Wow, really? So I was telling, what I was telling Opie before, I see a car with Bahama license plates on it. So I said, wait, a second. I failed geography, but I know that you can't drive here from the Bahamas, right? <laughs> so I said, hey, cuz, how, how does that happen? He goes, oh, oh no, I just uh, I, I took it off my boat. Sure. Do you know how much fucking money you have? Well, you, have you know how heavy a boat is? <laughs> and how heavy a car is? You know how much fuel that burns just to have a, a Land Rover Defender leaking oil in the basement of your boat? <laughs> what was the one you saw the other day that you pointed out was really like... The Hinkley's. Yes, and it's basically, it's you, not really a boat, it's like a... A giant jet ski. Because they have turp, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're jet motors, they're not fucking prop motors. It's not so an outboard can, motor. No, you can put it right up to a beach. You could beach this fucking... And they cost three times as much as everything. Damn, that's pretty fucking cool. Oh, it's awesome. That, it's that, awesome that's book. pretty cool. Yeah, man. That's pretty cool. Everybody does David Ryan. Yeah. Well, well we all try. I mean, yeah, you, you know, can't. He's, he's, he's the Boston accent, too, though. Uh, going back to Boston. <laughs> Red Sox, Fenway. And, yeah, you see a lot of guys walking around with that bee hat. Oh, yeah. A lot oh, of yeah. bee hats oh, up yeah. here. Oh, yeah. yeah that's I love their socks in this area. I keep forgetting I'm in Massachusetts, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. Everywhere. Vic, this was a pleasure, brother. No, man, it's been great. I'm going to go sit by the pool some more. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. I want to go check out that beach, actually. Just walk down there. It's great. Maybe jump on one of these bikes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> you don't like biking? I'll fucking go right into a tree, bro. Ah, you can handle it all. All right. Yeah, I feel a cool chair calling. And now for the major come down. It's time to say so long and get back to the grind, real life in New York City. Even though Carl wants to turn this into what about Bob goes to Nantucket, let's wrap this up. I'm leaving on a jet plane. I'm leaving on a fast boat. Tony, I'm with you. Opie, say hey, hi man. everybody. You, you killed last night. Hey. How are you? I don't think we've ever met. We've never met. We've traveled in the same circles, uh, tangentially. Yes. As they, tangentially, as they say. <laughs> I like On that the word. periphery. <laughs> I like that. On the sides. Right. Like that. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. leaving. Uh, me too. All right. We're, we're going to the airport All right, together. Let's go. We'll podcast in well, the back seat. Well, well, there you go. Yeah. Why I, not? Okay. Why not? Get, Get a car. Get a car, cousin. <laughs> Carl, I'm out, brother. Hey, be good. I, I think we conquered Nantucket. What do you think? Oh, man. I'm so fucked. I'm hungover. Really? Look at my face, bro. I'm like, yeah, I'm, it's I'm, all swollen and like shit. Like I was on the bottom of a lake. <laughs> Can I interject something here? Yeah. This man you're speaking to? Yeah. Is, uh, Cuban. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which, which I, I, I just that's just the point of reference. Yeah. Right. I don't want to get anyone in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hands me a cigar last night, fresh out of his mouth. Beautiful. That looked like it had been dipped in swamp because <laughs> it'd been chewing on it all day. <laughs> and without hesitation, I put it right of in my mouth and went, oh, that's smooth. <laughs> he did. Yeah. I thought in my mind, that was one of the last thoughts I had last night before everything got rapey. <laughs> but I looked at the guy and go, that's a good guy. I can do things with this guy. <laughs>
That's awesome. Oh, there's Karen. There's Karen, who, who put the whole Nantucket Comedy Festival together. Karen, thank you once again for having us. You're welcome. Thank you guys for coming. Oh, it was great. We had a ball, yeah, man. We'll be best. back next year. Every, every time I see Karen, I'm like, fuck, I married wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss. We'll, we, we got to prep you for the next one. Oh, he's not, dressed up for the brewery today. Yeah, he's not dressed up for the next one, but he's dressed up for the brewery, that's for <laughs> where, sure. Where did your mental patient shoes go? <laughs> well, because you kept calling them mental patients. I switched up to some Reebok classics. I, I can't even describe you. I, I don't know if you want to be in the Bahamas or in Europe. Well, these are French from France because they're playing today. This well, is a theme. The game's almost over. I know. Okay. So they, they're, this is from France. Yeah. These I got at, um, after the divorce. My sneaker game went down a couple notches. Yeah. Black socks are very comfortable. Everyone knows it keeps you from itching. And then uh, this shirt I found. You just found it? There's some Nana's missing her shoes. Some Nana. All right, I think we did it, Karen. Thanks for having us. We're going to be back next year. Please do. You have no choice. I'm sorry. I want y'all to come back. We fell in love with this place. Yeah, it was awesome. After not being here for like 10 years, I fell uh, back in love with Nantucket. And perhaps my kids will do something else, you know, illegal. (laughs) (laughs) That was fun on the podcast. I love it. They crushed on that stage, man. Mac Mac had a good time in Germany. He, He said, I just wanted to enjoy the culture. (laughs) <laughs> of course. Well, a little underage drinking never hurt never anybody. Hurt anybody. You know, yeah. the drinking age there, uh, he was legal there, but he wasn't legal with yeah. the teachers. We went over that on it stage a, last but night. I, but I told him, I, I have no problem with the beer. You're 16. Have a beer with me. Right. It was the timing of the moronic decision. Ah. Yeah. Oh, there's the fire And tour. then it cost you $1,400. The Nantucket Fire Tour. Oh, right you're there. missing the Nantucket oh, Fire I'm Tour, are you? It's got a bell and everything on it. No. Oh, Ryan Reese, say goodbye to us. All right, Champ. boys. Safe travels. No, he's staying. I'm, I'm here. Staying? Yeah. yeah. You have life on the mainland? Well, there's a party in April that I'm staying for. Yeah. Yeah. I don't you know when... catering gig? <coughs> I don't know when Carl's going to go home. <laughs> I don't care about Yeah, he don't get... He, there's no home. Where so, am I going? So stay here for a I few more stay. days. Why not, right. man? Ryan, pleasure hey, meeting okay. you. I'll see you back pleasure. in New York, yes. all right? I'm going to run in town and get some uh, seafood. All right, Yo, Ryan, I'm going to the brewery. I like two. I'm, I'm going to be on a plane, man. All right, I'm, I'm going to the brewery. Are you going fast? Yeah, I'm just running in there. All right, see you later, Ryan. Ryan good, brother. really funny comic. He crushed it, too. He was funny. Carl, we all did right. it. Be good, brother. Love you, buddy. Love For you. real, you Stay know that. Uh, next stop, Philly. Hey, can you take a picture of me and Opie with that stupid podcast thing? Oh, my God. Tony, I'm sorry. Tony, I'm sorry. It's just me. You've got things to do. Okay, thank you. It's just a quick pick. Tony's waiting in the car. We're going together. All right, podcast. Podcast. (laughs) All right. All right. Mental peace. See you in Philly, Carl. All right, bye, Ken. Thanks. Me and you, Tone. I don't even know you. I'm only going to the ferry. Is that I'm all you're taking, doing? I'm taking the high-speed ferry back to Hyannis. I, I'm taking the uh, the, trade the trade winds where yeah. it's a roller coaster in the sky. Have you ever taken I this? have done. The, the ones where they ask you how much you weigh yes. when you get on. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, that, at that first question, I, I'm out. You know what I mean? Yeah. If, if the fact that I had a cheeseburger for lunch sure. is going to determine whether we're going to make it from one hunk of land to another, <laughs> of course. I'm out. You think everyone yeah. lies about their... Everybody that's does. That's what I'm thinking. Right. So, so you think they, like, factor in the fact... Of course. Okay. They, they know you fudge. Right. Like, you, you've seen people up in the front, and they right. go, I'm about 210. You go, come on, come on. <laughs> right. No, no. Right. You're a buck 50 all day if you're that. I, uh, I, uh, I squeezed five. I said, look, I squeezed five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, was, yeah. I told them I was five the, last. The beauty of that is... Uh, 
is uh, that if you're bigger, they put you up the front. Like I've co-piloted. Oh, no kidding. I've co-piloted a couple right. of times right. because they they try to stabilize. Well, it. the pilot asked me to help close the door. Yeah. I've never had that experience before. Now you know uh, Patrice O'Neill. Of course, one of my best yeah, friends. Yeah, I know that. This is why I'm bringing up the story. And you're a Boston comic, a Boston obviously, guy. so you know yeah, him from yeah, way back. From way when he was a doorman. Right. You know, and one sweetest uh, bear in the world. And he, we one time flew, flew from Boston to Vermont right. in a little th- plane. Yeah. It, you know, with a, a buddy of ours, Mike McDonald, rigged up. And he had never been, I don't think he had been in a plane Ever. Ever. Let alone a, you know, a Buddy Holly killer. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And he, I, he, I looked back at one point, and he took up the whole back of the plane, <laughs> and he's literally riding with hands, like, outstretched, <laughs> like he's holding the plane <laughs> to get, up. Right, like, right, like right. if I do this, we won't crash. <laughs> right. I've never seen a look. I've never seen a look on a man's face. Oh, I wish he, I saw that. He was ashen. Yeah. I mean, and, he, and for Patrice not to speak right. for, you know, two An hour hours. or two hours? Yeah, yeah, yeah two yeah. hours, close to two hours. Is that's, that's it, was, it was heaven for everybody. Yeah, yeah. We were all, yeah, yeah, except we were all a so, little bit concerned. So back then, uh, when when you knew Patrice and he was a doorman and then started out in comedy, did yeah. you know back then he was something special? Yeah. You did? Yeah, the only thing we, we ever questioned him on yeah. was do your time. Right. He was one of those guys. Oh, okay. Patrice, right. 15 minutes is not 45. Right. Yes, we're happy you're a freak in bed. We really are. Right. But you got to get it out in 15 minutes because that's what the show takes. I hear you. Yeah, no, but what, you know, there are people uh, that you see and you go like, oh, yeah, that's like, you know. You just know. You just know it's, it's going to happen. I was lucky to uh, know him and I was lucky that he was a big part of the radio show back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah. Really. And, and, you know. He was a special he, man. Again, that's weird. I bet you we know a lot of the same things, yet we've never met. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, yeah. By the way, you crushed last night. Oh, thanks. It's man, the first it time great. I ever saw your set. I've oh. heard about you for years. Yeah, yeah. But. Uh, I'm not really allowed back in Boston since our, <laughs> yeah. since our mayor's prank thing. I re- I remember I sort of remember that. Do you? I, mean, I remember when that happened. It's of course, twenty years yeah. already now. Is that really twenty years ago? That's crazy. We told Boston the mayor died in a car accident on we, we April Fool's Day. On April Fool's Day, it was Day. April Fool's. How do you not take a joke for the love of God? I, I thought I thought we could get away with that one. What an idiot I was. And little did you know, eighteen years later, it would have come true. <laughs> right. <laughs> You know, they were just premature, that's all. I said it last night, but, uh, you know, I've had time to think and grow a little bit. Yeah. And uh, at the end of his life, he was uh, promoting a book, and he went through Sirius XM. Yeah. I tried really hard to get him on my show just to say sorry. And, that, and there's no joke there. Right, I'm just, just, I'm to just make telling it, you right. from uh, man to man, I felt like it, I really needed to say sorry. Yeah, sometimes. Guess what? Yeah. He said no. No. He was not over yeah. it, even I, here. I have a couple women in my life like that. <laughs> I'm trying to get hold of to apologize for 40 years ago, and they have, they're not having it. I guess wounds run deep. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, I, I've really tried to like become Facebook friends with an ex of mine from, I'm talking 40 years. Yeah. And she won't friend me at all. She's, is she married with and kids? And married, and life so has maybe gone on. And, but life has gone on. I'm not trying to rekindle anything. Oh, you just want to say I'm hi. Going, look, I was a dick. Right. You know what I mean? And I, re- I it took me 30 years to realize it. Oh, you really want oh, to just yeah. say go- sorry? I really wanted to say sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. wow. Maybe yeah. you could, like, uh, hire a skywriter or something so- <laughs> over our house. <laughs> <laughs>
I hope you appreciate this. That doesn't count restraining orders, does it? No, no. Skywriting? No. I hope you appreciate this uh, ride to the ferry because now I'm going to miss my flight. Oh, that's great. (laughs) Thanks, Tony. It's a little prank. I always wanted to meet you, but not in this way. You know, high-end island like this, you'd think they could afford tar for their streets. Yeah, I don't think the cobblestone thing is working anymore. (laughs) I think it's... For the the three people that still ride horses on Nantucket. For the three people that care about history, I think it's time to pave this over. Yeah. Maybe on the fast ferry to Hyannis, I'll do some whaling. Right. If you know you have a kidney stone, ride Main Street in uh, Nantucket. You'll lose that sucker. What what time's your flight? Uh, Oh, only in a half hour. Oh, you'll be fine. Oh, yeah. You know, this is the. These these airports are the loophole in the the plane security. No one's going to frisk you. Or you you're not going to go through a metal detector. They're going to go, uh, what are you doing? Well, you see this thing? Yeah. They had a big problem with my podcast gear. They're like, really? what the hell is this? Ugh. And they were really confused. And did you have to turn it on? I had to turn it on. I had to take the batteries out. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're, you're a threat. I really thought I was going to puke on that plane. <laughs> They do get fun. Don't go in. Just just make it easy on yourself. I've already inconvenienced this man. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony's a legend. Uh, yeah. For real. All right, man. Thanks, Pleasure, buddy. Pleasure. Pleasure. Absolutely. We'll see you again. Hopefully we'll meet again. Yeah. Well, actually, we're coming back to this Nantucket Comedy Festival. It was, well, it was too much fun. I'll see you back. All right. There goes Tony. That was actor-comedian Tony V, by the way. I'll put him in the description section. All right. I think that wraps it up from Nantucket. Joey. Opie. Take it away. While Opie takes flight and soars back to his palatial New York City apartment. Are we going to make it, sir? Yeah, we will. All right. I want to thank you on behalf of the Westwood One Podcast Network for downloading our Nantucket series. Now go to opiradio.com and show your support by buying a t-shirt or something. Rate this podcast five stars and no less at Apple. And just for the fun of it, we want everyone who downloaded this episode to share the link with one person and help us double our audience. And now I'm going to go log on to Talkspace.com for a little extra help with my wind issues. And let at EB Guitar Man take us home on Opie Radio. Westwood One Podcast Network. The Westwood One Podcast Network. The Tom Bernard Podcast. If you can't decide what the real news is, and I'm not buying into the whole Trump everything is fake, to me it's non-news. I think everything is fake, including Trump. He's a character. Yeah. He's like some weird stunt that he's, <laughs> he's like Max Edrum. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's just a CGI character. The Tom Bernard Podcast. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free, Free. from the Westwood One Podcast Network. <laughs>